And now, coming to you from the gleaming spires of Chicago, broadcasting throughout the multiverse, the Nine Realms, Niflheim, Svartalfheim, Olympus, Nidaveller, basically anywhere that has the internet, really, we proudly present Radio Free Asgard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Radio Free Asgard, episode number 227. We're the only Thor podcast hosted by a true descendant of Odin, and we're a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. We don't mention nearly often enough, <laughs> but yeah, we are. Anyway, so uh, yeah, there's no Thor news this week. Ha, just kidding, Manuel. Manuel has been giving me a hard time on Twitter because... Yeah, I said there was no Thor news a couple weeks ago. Actually, there's a lot of Thor news, but I'll tell you what, though. It's not real Thor news, most of it. I mean, a lot of it is is hearsay. A lot of it is just speculation on the new upcoming Thor movie. There really isn't anything solid yet that we can hang on to. Now, I do believe I mentioned back in the past that the Hulk is supposed to be in the movie. And we've also heard from Mark Ruffalo that the movie is going to be a sort of road trip kind of movie and that's not going to take place uh, very much on Earth, which is is fine. I mean, it, actually, it's a good thing. I mean, we're going to have some characters that we haven't seen. The Valkyrie has been confirmed. Hopefully Balder, uh, though I haven't heard anything confirmed about Balder yet or even mentioned other than people on, on Facebook saying that they wish that he would show up. But we did have a casting announcement of Kate Blanchett, though we don't know who she's playing. The... Uh, even money seems to be that she's going to be playing Hela, which would make sense because I can see Kate Blanchett doing a an excellent Hela, and being Thor Ragnarok, you know there might be some you know death going on and that kind of thing. Now the whole road trip aspect of this movie again is is just kind of hearsay, and I'm hoping in, in a sense that it's not that, but. When you call a movie Thor Ragnarok, you would think that it would have something to do with, you know, Ragnarok. And to include Hela and, and especially Balder in the movie would be a no-brainer because obviously both are heavily involved in Ragnarok, especially Balder because Balder has to die to trigger Ragnarok. Now, that is if the Marvel Cinematic Universe intends to follow even even in a uh, sketchy way, the original mythology. So I guess we'll see what happens there. But yeah, there's lots of little dribs and drabs coming out. One of the other fan theories that they've got about the Hulk being part of this is that uh, they're going to end up somehow on planet Hulk. So that would be unprecedented <laughs> because obviously uh, planet Hulk doesn't exist in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe as yet. But that would be a good way maybe to start something like that if they're traveling around space and there's a planet there and, you know, they have they need the Hulk there to help Thor do whatever he's doing. And, they, and the Hulk thinks, hey, this is a kind of a nice place. I might stick around here for a while. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, I guess you could see that spinning off into a Planet Hulk movie. But, you know, it's still way too early in the process for us to know anything. And when I say there's no news, it means that I don't want to pass along rumor. Uh, especially rumor as fact, but I, <laughs> you know, there are some weeks when I just haven't looked. <laughs> you know how that goes, anyway. 
Well, it doesn't matter. Hiatus is coming in four weeks, and I'm going to be gone for a while. But anyway, um, we do have an issue to cover, so of course we're going to cover it. So let's just go ahead and move along to our review. Cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar. You'll behold in breathless wonder, the God of thunder, And this week we are looking at Thor's number one. Yes, this is part of the whole Marvel Secret Wars thing that, that happened this summer, and uh, we're going to be covering all these four issues, not in one show, but we're going to yeah, we're going to be covering them uh, in the next four weeks. It's it's an interesting concept. I mean, you know, the, the whole Secret Wars thing, a lot of people have criticized for being very much like Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I would say that it's less like Crisis on Infinite Earths than it is like Zero Hour. Uh, if if the, you remember that event. Back back in in the uh, what was the mid eighties where we had zero hour it was it was the next big event after crisis well wait I take that back it wasn't <laughs> now the uh, the zero hour is what, what late eighties early nineties and uh, and he actually had a lot of the things that are going on in the Thor's and, and uh, Ghost Riders and, and a lot of the other books where you have multiple versions of characters just kind of showing up in one place. I remember in particular, there was an issue of something I was reading. It had multiple Batman, you know. So th- this is the kind of thing that happened in Zero Hour because of all these divergent timelines intermingling. And I think that that's a better description of the Secret Wars setup than it is... You know the crisis on infinite earth now that being said i didn't read any of the uh, secret wars crossovers i didn't read the series itself i haven't seen any of it other than these issues of thor's which i've only skimmed very very lightly anyway we have a cover here uh looks like uh it was uh chris sprouse did the cover who did yeah we'll, we'll get to the credits here in a second and it shows various thors we have uh the ororo thor who i guess you just call thororo uh you have beta ray bill you've got thor as the destroyer now that goes back to the simonson era remember when hella gave thor brittle bone disease and he got turned into jelly and he was jelly inside the uh, destroyer armor so we have uh, the Thor Destroyer. We've got Girl Thor. We've got Old Man Thor from Thor God of Thunder. We've got Frog Thor. And we've got, looks like, um, the Ultimate Thor. It's going to be hard to tell some of these Thor people apart. I just can't, I don't know who all these people are, but I think that we get at least some description. And then we get uh, what looks like the main Thor, or the real Thor, as it were. Anyway, uh, we open up to the splash page. Which really isn't so much a splash as it is a credits page. And we get a little bit of background on this whole Secret Wars thing. The multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of Earth 616 and Earth 1610 were powerless to save it. Now all that remains is Battle World, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor von Doom. Each region is a domain unto itself. And I guess that really tells you all you need to know about Battleworld. Watching over these domains of Battleworld are the steadfast men and women of the Thors. These extraordinary citizens of Battleworld have been deemed worthy of their own hammers and keep the peace in the name of Doom, the All-Father. Writer, Jason Aaron. 
Penciler, Chris Sprouse. Inker, Carl Story. Color artist is Marte Gracia. Letterer in production, Joe Sabino. Cover artist is uh, Sprouse Story and Dave McCaig. I guess he's the colorist there. And there's a bunch of uh, color, uh, various cover artists that we don't care about. Assistant editor, John Moisan. Editor, Will Moss. Axel Alonso is the editor-in-chief. Chief creative officers, Joe Casada. Publishers, Dan Buckley. And the executive producer is Alan Fine. Thor is created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. I don't see why Larry Lieber gets second billing, but hey. And this was published in August of 2015. Cover price, $3.99. And the story opens up with a group of Thor cops, and they find a body, dead body, laying on the ground here. And we get the uh, little bit of narration here. Body on the ground. Bunch of cops standing around. Some offering insights, some making jokes, some still stinking of mead from the night before. This is every day of your life when you serve in Doomguard's Hall of Homicide. This is what it's like to be a Thor. And we have uh, the main character here, who I think is the ultimate Thor. It's like, five in one week. All right, you bastard. You've got my attention. And we see uh, Beta Ray Bill standing there. And it looks like the uh, King Thor from the end of uh, Volume 2, Thor Volume 2. We've got Groot Thor, uh, Thororo, and Destroyer Thor kind of standing there in the background. Whoever the pretty boy is, he's got more than just your attention. Why do you think we're all here? Wherever the hell here is. The old man just made it official, says King Thor. Congratulations, Mr. Never Fails to Solve a Case, Mr. Ultimate Thor, you and your horse-faced partner just caught yourself in all things. All things? Asks a guy. Now, this is another Thor, but he seems to be uh, Chinese in, in origin. And he's talking to Storm here. Means all hands on deck. Means the case has got to be closed and closed fast before Doom himself takes an interest. Because when Doom takes an interest is when Thors get stripped of their hammers. In other words, it means those two are screwed. So be it, says Beta Ray Bill. You all know the drill. Thorleaf and I are primaries. Everything runs through us. Who was the responding officer, asks Thorleaf. Now, Thorleaf being the ultimate Thor, that's what we're going to call him. That would be me, says the Asian Thor. Anonymous tip came in to Doomguard. I was making my rounds and... Tell me you didn't touch anything, says Thorleaf. No, of course not. I secured the scene and... Because a victim can only be killed once... But a crime scene can be murdered a million times. Yes, sir. That's exactly what they told me at the academy before I... How long have you been worthy? Three weeks next Thursday. My name is Thorus of Egyptia. They call me Thor the Green, so I guess he's Egyptian. I can't tell. He looks Asian. <laughs> Actually, he's got Asian letters. Or maybe this is a different guy. Yeah, it could be a different guy. I bet they do, says Thor. Your Thunderer Thorleaf of Homicide. The one everyone calls the Ultimate Thor. They told us all about you at the Academy. How, how you solved the Mangog murders. How you arrested 13 hulks in one night, all by yourself. How you... Oh, for the love of doom, he says, because uh, this uh, body has been covered with uh, a cloth or a cloak or something. And uh, Thor uncovers it, and he's recoiling. Let me guess, says Thorleaf. This is your first time seeing a dead body. Do me a favor, kid, and take nine big steps back away from my crime scene. And if you're going to vomit, aim it at something that doesn't look like evidence. And his hammer is glowing, and he's doing some kind of magic here. And we shift to a short time later, 
And uh, Beta Ray Bill says, same as the others. Looks like. Head caved in, dead for months, moved here recently. Five dead women in five different kingdoms all in one week. That has to be some kind of record. Not one I ever wanted to set. Which kingdom is this? Locals call it Weird World, and it's exactly as it sounds. Morgan Le Fay is the Baroness. We should coordinate with her house, see if they can identify the victim. I'll have Doomguard send a raven. And uh, Beta Ray Bill, I guess, is he's, he's kind of bossing around the other guys here. The rest of you, spread out and canvas the scene. Question anyone you find. By the looks of this place, that shouldn't take very long, says King Thor. And the uh, Destroyer Thor is there, too. This isn't another one of those muty kingdoms, is it? No one ever sees anything in those damn places. Not even the muties with two dozen eyes. And uh, Thororo is there. She says, You do know you're standing next to a muty, right? Oh, yeah, Stormy. I'm always forgetting that. Maybe we should brand a big M on your face so I'll remember. Maybe you should come to work sober for a change, Rooney. Not that it'd make you any less of a... I am Thor, says Groot Thor. So, so I guess the uh, the King Thor dude is is Rune Thor. I don't know. He's he's drunk all the time though, apparently. And there's a little bit of uh, thunder going on here. And uh, Thorleaf says, "If any of you idiots makes it rain in my crime scene, I'll feed your own hammer head first. Stormborn, you and the tree go search the west and take this rookie with you. Rooney, you and Stroyer head east. And Rooney, don't break anybody." Or Storm won't be the only one who kicks your ass. So, all right, so we got Stormborn, who is the, uh, is, is Storm. Yeah, I guess uh, Thororo. And Tree is, is Groot Thor. And uh, so the other guy's Rune Thor. So, okay, so we'll use those nicknames if we actually, <laughs> if we actually can. <laughs> and uh, Thorleaf says to uh, Rune Thor, don't break anybody. Or Storm won't be the only one who kicks your ass. All right. And Rune, Rune Thor takes off. <laughs> you ever feel like trying, boy? Best bring more Thors. And he takes off. And uh, Thorleaf is talking to uh, to uh, Storm. Head first, huh? Your pickup lines just keep getting worse. You shouldn't let him get a rise out of you like that, Aurora. The sick creep gets off on it. Don't worry about me, Leaf. I can handle the Rune Thor. It's you you ought to be worried about. You're the one with the all thing, remember? And she goes taken off, and she's got the Asian uh, Thor with her and Thor Groot, who says, I am Thor. And uh, leaving just uh, Bill and Thorleaf here. Last time we had an all thing, says Beta Ray Bill. I didn't sleep for a month. I know. The man got murders. That was the hardest I've ever worked in my life. And it was still a miracle we closed the case and kept our hammers. I know, Ray, says Thorleaf. And we had more to go on with that case than we do with this one. We've got nothing on this one, Leaf. Five bodies and no leads. Not one scrap of forensic evidence. We can't even ID the victims. We'll close it, says Thor. What do you know that I don't, partner? Nothing. You know the code of the hammer as well as I do, Beta Ray Thor. We'll make this right because we have to. Because she's dead and can't do it herself. And he kind of beckons to the body there in the ground. The same feeling, says Beta Ray Bill. Stronger than ever. There's a feeling that something about her, something obvious that we're missing. When we walk into the law speaker's office, we're going to need more than just a feeling, says Beta Ray. Looks like that won't be a problem, says Thorleaf. 
I guess Rudy found us some suspects. And he even did as you asked. He didn't break them. So we see like a big explosion happening in the distance here. <laughs> no, he herded them right at us, says Thorleaf. Shouldn't be a problem for the Thor who arrested 13 hulks in one night. Is it my fault they add more hulks every time they tell the story? For the record, says Bill, I bagged five hulks during that raid. You had two. Now one of yours was gray. You're right, Ray. You're definitely leading me in hulks. But you're about to be woefully behind, my friend, when it comes to ghost riders. And there's a bunch of ghost riders heading their way. So there's skeletons with flaming skulls riding motorcycles. And uh, the two Thors just kind of smashing their heads off. And, yeah, they don't look very tough. When, well, when you compare them to Thor, I guess they wouldn't be. And uh, Bill is uh, smashing uh, one with uh, his uh, Stormbreaker. And uh, Thorleaf is smashing those one with his hammer. He's got a, he doesn't have a, a proper mule near. He's got more of a uh, it looks like a, a, a hammer axe sort of thing. So I'm guessing that's something that you find out in uh, you know fear itself, which we haven't covered yet. And then we shift scenes to later in Doomguard, and we've got Beta Ray Bill and Thorleaf, and they're bringing in these uh, these ghost riders. He's got a couple of them that they're like handcuffed, and then he's got. Just a broken skull in one hand. Ho! Got some for booking. Charges are as follows. Reckless driving, resisting arrest, and illegal outside burning. And one of the uh, the ghost riders is like, Bring me a lawyer, thunder pig, or feel the wrath of my penance stare. Why bother with booking, says Thorleaf. Might as well send them straight to the ghost races. And there's a big building they go into. And we see other other Thors. You have a black Thor. And I can't tell who that Thor is. They're all kind of wearing the same armor, so it's hard to tell them apart. And there's announcements coming out over loudspeakers. Thunder, Thorleaf, Stormbreaker Ray. The lost speaker commands you to appear before him. How mad do you think he'll be on a scale to one to Fin Fang Foom, says Thorleaf. I'm hoping for about a Krakoa, says Beta Ray Bill. Or if we're really lucky... A Gugem, son of Goom. And we go into the uh, the chief's office, and the chief turns out to be Old Man Thor from Thor God of Thunder. So we got him with his eye patch, looking very Odin-like, and he's uh, sitting behind this big desk or bed or something. I'm not sure what it is. You two are the sorriest damn excuses for Thor's it's ever been my displeasure to lay my doom-damned eye on. Five murderers, and you've got what exactly? We rounded up a biker gang that was near the scene, says Bill. Ghost Riders. We're going to put them in the box and see what they... Five bodies in five different kingdoms. You think it's flaming skeletons on motorbikes that did all that? No, says Thorleaf. Ghost Riders couldn't cross boundaries undetected. We don't have a suspect or a lead of any kind, but we're working on the case with all we've got, Law Speaker. We're still trying to ID the victim, says Bill. So in other words, you've got exactly nothing. Except one hell of a short leash. You boys picked the exact wrong time to catch an all thing. Sheriff Strange is already on the warpath over this new quarantine business. You want some advice from an old Thor? Do whatever it takes to close this fast. Or you'll both be busted back to the berserker before the week is through. Now get the hell out of my office. And he kicks him out of his office and they're leaving. <laughs> and uh, Beta Ray Bill's like, could have been worse. There wasn't even any lightning. I think you should start hitting up your street informants, Ray, shaking every tree. I agree. I'll head into the city now. Where are you going? 
to see the frog, to see if we've got some names. And they uh, kind of cut scenes here. So we've got uh, you know, Frog Thor, or Puddle Glump, whatever they're calling him here. And he's in a like an operating room, and there's a looks like a, a jar full of eyes and a jar with something else in it. You can't really tell what it is. And a pair of forceps. And the, the frog is like, I'm just a forensic frog. Not a damn miracle worker. What the hell do you want from me, Leaf? Names, Throg. I need an ID on the victims. So far, Ray and I have got nothing to go on. What can I tell you? They're not in the database. None of them. How is that possible? You're talking to a frog who carries a hammer, pal. Any damn thing is possible. Now we see now we have like different organs and things in these jars. That's not good enough. Someone somewhere knows who these women were. Yep, well, that someone ain't me, says Throg. But we did just get back the lab work from the Foundation, so I can tell you at least one interesting thing about your ladies here. And he's looking around at them, and he says out loud, the Thor says out loud, they're all the same woman. Bingo, how'd you know? Just a feeling. Different ages, different kingdoms, but they're all the same. That means... It means you've got yourself a serial killer who only kills one woman. I've never seen that before, says the frog. And we shift scenes to Valhalla's Mead Hall, which apparently is a Thor hangout. And we see a bunch of different Thors. Uh, we got one with red hair and a beard, like the traditional Thor. And we got another, looks like young Thor from uh, Thor God of Thunder. It looks like we have a uh, more uh, Oliver Koipel style Thor here. We've got, looks like the Black Thors here too. Uh, just, yeah, a bunch of different Thors here. So, you know, most of them aren't going to be saying anything anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Sorry, pal. This bar's for Thors only. You're wrong, says this Thor at the door. This bar is for slaves. That's what you lot are. All of you. Slaves to those stupid hammers. To doom. All right, buddy, says the red-haired one. Beat it before you get yourself. Unworthiness is freedom, says the, the Thor at the door. So that's interesting. And we see you know, people sitting around drinking and stuff in here. And Thorleaf is at the bar. He's looking at scrolls. And Beta Ray Bill's walking up here. You heard, says Thorleaf. Everyone has heard. They're all the same woman. What do you think that means, says Beta Ray Bill. It means if we figure out who she is, we can save the next one, says Thorleaf. What's all this? He's, uh, Beta Ray Bill's beckoning the paperwork here. I'm going over missing persons reports. All of them? From every kingdom? You got a better idea? No. No, I guess not. No luck with your snitches, asked Thorleaf. Not yet. I'm eating one more tonight. I'll come with you. Just let me... No, this guy's jumpy around Thor's. He only tolerates me because he says I look more like a horse and less like a jackass. I'll talk to him, Leaf, and then I'm calling it a night. You should do the same. It's an all thing. We didn't sleep for a month on the last one. And we're not as young as we used to be. You arrested four ghost riders today. I think you've earned yourself a nap. Five. I cuffed five. That puts me ahead of you, says Thorleaf. Does it? Ask me tomorrow about the time I bagged a ghost rider who rode a shark. What? You never told me. Get some sleep, Thunderer. That's an order from your commanding Stormbreaker. Don't worry. I'll try not to solve the case before you wake up. And we have uh, Bill, and he's uh, going to an alleyway in the city. And he's got a dodgy place here. And uh, he's wandering down the alley. He says, 
I need your help again. And there's a voice coming from a cardboard box. And at the, at the risk of, of giving it away. <laughs> a, so you found another one. Did you bring pictures this time? You know I like it best when there are pictures. No pictures. I just need to know if you've heard anything. Oh, I always hear things. The secrets people whisper to themselves in the shadows. The old lies they throw out with the trash. It all finds its way to me. A name. I'm looking for a name. Yes, you are. Five bodies, but just one name. I can tell you what I've learned in the shadows, Stormbreaker Thor. I can tell you why people are dying. And we see glowing eyes coming out from inside this uh, cardboard box. And a guy comes crawling out. And we can see it's, it's, it's obviously Loki. And he's wearing a beat-up old raincoat and fingerless gloves. And he's got this weird uh, sort of knit hat on, which is sort of reminiscent of color, like a green and yellow and a little bit of orange of, of his old helmet. Your good friend Loki can tell you about the greatest lie of all. But I don't believe you're going to want to hear it. And we see a big lightning bolt come crashing down. And then we shift scenes again. We're back in the bar. We have, uh, looks like uh, Thor Leaf and Thor Groot are arm wrestling. And there's another Thor who's an old man, bald, bald guy sitting there. Bartender, more mead, says Thor Leaf. I am Thor. And uh, they hear a, a crack a ba of thunder. And every Thor in the place retrieves their hammer, which it looks is just like these these three here. <laughs> it's the Thororo, and uh, looks like the uh, the Egypta guy or whatever. And Thorleaf, and they go taking off. Thororo says, "It came from over here." And they go in the alleyway, and Thorleaf's like, "Oh no!" And they see uh, Beta Ray Bill's there, and he's laying on the ground, and he's all bloody, and yeah, he's, he looks like uh, he's badly injured. Officer down. Quickly, summon the Bifrost. Bill says, Thorleaf, Ray, don't try to talk. Help it's on its way. The bodies, I know. Oh, Doom, who did this to you? Who could? Her name, Jane Foster. And Bill kind of expires or goes unconscious or whatever. And Thorleaf's like, Ray, Ray, hang on, you hear me? Ray, don't you? Ray! And apparently Ray's dead or whatever. And, and Thorleaf is all sad and shouting. And yeah. And we have to be continued. And of course, we're going to be uh, telling you what we think about this issue in just a moment. But before we do that, well, you know, we got something to uh, play from one of our fellow podcasters Star Trek. Comic books. Mythology, video games, toys, Star Wars, just about any geeky topic you can think of could be covered on the Hammer Podcast, presented by Two True Freaks. Come join me, Gene Hendricks, for whatever my disjointed mental processes can come up with. And be careful, or you might just learn something before we're done. The Hammer Podcast is available monthly, both on its own iTunes feed and at twotruefreaks.com.
And we're back. So, of course, I have a few things to say about the issue. Now, I have to say, as far as the plot goes, it's nothing special. Basically, it's every cop buddy movie you've ever seen and every cop TV show pretty much that you've ever seen. It's a cop procedural drama as seen on every CSI show of which there are, what, 10 million of, of these things. And so is it definitely comes across as being this. OK, this is something we've seen before. So by that regard. OK, so so. I mean, the, the obviously the, the catch here is that all of your cops are Thors of one aspect or another. And that's fine. It's fine for what it is, uh, but it's nothing special, the story. Again, it's something we've all seen before a million times. The artwork, though, I, I'm going to call it out because, you know, I've been a fan of Chris Sprouse for a long time. He did some work on Legion of Superheroes back, uh, I want to say, the early 90s. And I liked his stuff then, and I really like it here. I mean, this thing, this is a really, really good job across the board. You know, the Thors all look really good. The Ghost Riders are, are notably creepy, except pretty much they're just skeletons. They don't have, like, clothes or anything, so I don't know what's going on. I guess, you know, they're running around naked. The artwork is leaps and bounds above what I've seen Chris Sprouse doing before, and I have a feeling we're going to be running into this name again uh, in Thor. But, you know, nice work. I mean, the whole issue is really, really beautiful. Now, it is a little predictable, and that's because, of course, like he said, we've seen this plot before. Now, there's a thing that really sticks out like a sore thumb and bothers me. If, if we've had five Jane Fosters killed, wouldn't you think that there would be at least one Thor who would recognize one of these Jane Fosters? How different are these Jane Fosters? Do you think that all of these Thors maybe have had a Jane Foster, at least the ones that are, are slash Don Blake Thor? Beta Ray Bill would know Jane. Ultimate Thor, I don't know if he had a Jane Foster in his book or not. I don't know. Maybe maybe they chose specifically Thors for the story who would not have known Jane at first glance. But you would think that in a police force full of them, somebody would have recognized that, that these ladies were Jane Foster. And it just so it just seems a bit out of it seems unrealistic to me. You know, of course, we're talking about a, a story that has a frog with a hammer in it. But um, it just seems that that's a big thing to try to work past for me is that nobody recognized who these people were. And I have a feeling that, uh, you know, this is just going to grow from here. So you kind of knock that out and the story kind of falls a little flat. Loki being the informant, very predictable. Again, I'm not impressed as far as the plot goes, but the artwork makes it worth it. And of course, you know, it'll be fun to make fun of at least. So anyway, so with that, I think we're done. Once again, folks, thanks very much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And of course, if you have any uh, feedback, you can join us on Facebook. Just look for Radio Free Asgard there and you'll find us. You can also email the show, radiofreeasgard at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, tell us what you think. All right. And with that, I am back over the Rainbow Bridge, back to Midgard, hopefully not in a uh, pile of Jane Fosters. And we'll see you next time here on Radio Free Asgard. You have been listening to Radio Free Asgard, a production of Tom Harris USA Productions, which is totally responsible for its content. 
The Mighty Thor and all associated characters are mostly copyright Marvel Comics. The stories presented are done so for educational, review, and entertainment purposes only. No ownership is implied. The silly voices, however, well, they're all me. Musical selections from Eden, the Invincible Sword of the Elfsmith, are copyright Mott's Vent and are used with permission. If you like what you've heard on the show, we hope you'll leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends, or even join our Facebook group. We really love hearing from our listeners, and we appreciate all of your support. Thanks once again very much for listening to Radio Free Asgard. <laughs>